On the line, we've got Dario with Swiss Up. Morning, Dario. How are you doing? Hello, Mark. I'm doing well, very well. <laughs> Good. Very well, indeed. <laughs> now, Dario, uh, we're, we're talking this month because, uh, as we discussed uh, last week, uh, this month is the 50th anniversary of women getting the right to vote federally. Uh, that was on February the 7th, 1971. But as that was the only, the only on the federal level, there were a few cantons that had not introduced women's suffrage until later. And it wasn't before 1990 that Appenzell in introduced women's suffrage on the cat suffrage sorry on the cantonal level today we are going to talk about a woman who played a crucial role in the fight for women's suffrage in that canton we're talking about a woman called Theresia Rona so Dario tell us about Theresia Rona yes well uh, Theresia Rona was uh, a citizen of Appenzell in Roden uh, as you mentioned but let me let me first set the stage a bit right we are on the 28th of April in the year 1990 so not even quite 30 years ago it's on uh, that Sunday uh, that the men of Appenzell in Roden refused to share their right to vote with their female uh, colleagues or female citizens of the canton and it is this the third time that they refuse uh, them that right at the ballot and so some people start to have quite enough of it and Theresia Rohner was one of them. Right, because that's really worth noting. So in 1990, in April 1990, the men in Appenzell in still refused to give women the, the right to vote. <laughs> yes, so, indeed. Uh, so Theresia Rona, however, would be fair to say she was a little upset by that. She was very upset. She was actually already upset about a year earlier. In 1989, she actually sent a letter to the local government asking to be able to participate in the local ballot. Uh, but the government's response was nine. Uh, right. You cannot do that. Uh, you do not have the right to do that uh, in our canton. And she was then uh, very upset. Um, she wasn't very well liked by the municipality, though, for asking uh, to, to, to vote. Even her friends apparently didn't quite understand her fight for the right to vote. Uh, so at the time, she was um, certainly not the only one uh, who felt that it was unjust, uh, but uh, it wasn't like the whole canton was behind her on that matter. Okay, but as you say, she didn't take no for an answer. It, she didn't have the full support of even from some women in the canton as well, uh, but she no. had en enough people behind her, but she did decide to take it up a level. She took the fight federally. Yes, uh, she decided to take the matter to the Tribunal Federal in Lausanne uh, just a month later, asking the court to overturn the decision which she considered to be discriminatory and incompatible with the Constitution. Uh, now, the federal court in Lausanne, they first played the ball back to the cantonal authorities uh, in Appenzell, uh, so they didn't actually want to decide uh, for the canton and force the canton. Uh, they actually urged the canton to have another vote on the matter rather than uh, decide uh, right. on it, uh, yes, from so, so Lausanne. I can see that. So the federal court, as you say, threw the matter back to the canton and, and basically gave them one last chance, really, didn't yes. they? 
<laughs> yes. Uh, some say that this was probably done out of diplomacy to yeah. allow the government in Appenzell to save face vis-a-vis uh, the rest of Switzerland. But, um, well, they did organize another vote in, in, um, in Appenzell. And uh, as we now know, uh, the answer was still nine in April of 1990. Um, and so in the end, uh, the the court actually ended up forcing uh, the government to to introduce uh, the with female um, sorry women's suffrage in Appenzell also. So after the vote, the federal court received two new requests: one from a group of fifty three women, and the other one, interestingly, from a group of forty nine men, uh, who both uh, filed a complaint against the decision. Uh, against the vote uh, in April of 1990 and demanded that it be overturned and the judges of the court in Lausanne actually uh, unanim- unanimously sorry, ruled in favor of the request and in November of 1990 uh, the court obliged the canton to grant women the right to vote and to stand for election. I think it's worth noting that uh, that uh, for, from a, for a court in Switzerland to actually tell a canton mm-hmm. what it has to do that's actually very un- i mean on any issue is actually it's very unusual yeah yes yeah very yeah. unusual very unusual okay so uh theresia rona uh, we can say was responsible for for this um however she it, it, after this uh, it made her life in Appenzell quite difficult didn't it Yes, and here I have to correct myself because I don't know if you remember what I said last week. I said, well, uh, the court overturned the decision in Appenzell, but uh, that decision um, went over quite smoothly uh, because also in Appenzell people realized that it probably the time had come uh, for women's suffrage. Uh, now it turns out it wasn't all that smoothly. Um, so I'd like to correct what I said last week, because uh, even before the court's decision, uh, tensions rose and Theresia Rohner began to be harassed and threatened to the point where she was actually put under police protection. Um, so, yes, uh, it wasn't all that smoothly. She was also protected when she went to vote for the first time on cantonal matters in April of 1991. And although that uh, went over smoothly, actually, no, nothing happened to her on that day. Uh, it appears that the hatred against her never entirely disappeared to the point that she now no longer lives in Appenzell in Roden but in the Bernese Oberland. So yes, she fought that fight for the women in Appenzell, um, but uh, she didn't leave the fight without some bruises. Right, she didn't didn't get thanks all the way around for for her fight for that. Okay, yeah, so as you say, she's uh, she's living now in the Bernese Oberland. She's now age 66, thereabouts. She's still alive, yes. Yes, uh, she's still going at at, at 66. I mean, have we seen anything uh, from... This is obviously, you know, as we in the 50th anniversary of all of this, uh, the voting issue. Uh, This, of course, is much later. I mean... Is she is she active in the media? Do, do we see no. her? In, Interestingly, interv- she has also retired. You could say from right. from talking to the media. She's no longer talking to the media. There were uh, a few papers written on her and her story. Um, there, she has appeared in a book uh, recently about the fiftieth anniversary 
of um, women's suffrage in Switzerland, but she has not talked to the media um, in the wake of this of of this event. Right. So she's she keeps also because a, a low profile. Yeah. Yeah. She's keeping a low profile. Okay. All right. Well, Daria, thanks for that. That's uh, that's a story of uh, Theresia Rona, who really brought uh, women's voting rights to the last cancel holdout of Appenzell Innerroden. So, Daria, thanks very much indeed. That was Daria there with Swiss Up. If you want to hear that episode again and others in the series, you can always do it on our website, of course, which is worldradio.ch slash Swiss Up.